Welcome to our podcast, Simply Our Opinion. This is our first episode. I'm Skylar, and this is my mom. I'm Sonora. And we're here to inspire, motivate, and just show our dynamic as a mother-daughter duo and give our opinion, all positivity here, nothing but positive vibes. All the time. And so if you're listening, we're going to be on Spotify and all the streaming services where you can listen to a podcast. But if you want to see the visual, come to our YouTube channel, Simply Our Opinion, and I'll have the links and everything for the Spotify and everything down below. So let's get started. First, I'd like to do a thought of the day just to get a little judge because like I said, it's a lot about positivity here. So the thought of the day will be, hold on, I put it in my notes. I have my password as a word. I saw this on TikTok, well, heard about it on TikTok and I saw it on YouTube. Well, actually my little brother told it to me too, where you choose, you put words as your password and you will see it every day. So I have mine as an affirmation that I like. And you should do the same because it's pretty cool because you'll always use it. And yeah, let me see. Only thing is like, you got to remember. Oh, I remember it, but the spelling is kind of long. Okay. So the thought of the day will be courtesy of law. Law of Attractive Live, Law of Attraction Live from Instagram. It says, you're manifesting a divine partner who is going to be your best friend and the best lovemaking you ever had. He or she is going to be emotionally, financially stable, loyal, and generous. That's the thought of the day. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a way to start it off with a bang, huh? Right? All wow. right. To all the lovers out there. <laughs> yeah. So, thought of the day. And at the end of each episode, we're going to say something that we're thankful for. And you should do the same because waking up is already something enough to be thankful for. I agree. So the first topic for our first episode is going to be how our relationship is and how it was about breaking the cycle of say that you or your parent didn't have this type of love that they desire from their parent they decided to break the cycle when they had children and vowed that they wouldn't do the same because they knew how it felt. So that's what we're going to discuss today and take the floor, mama. All right. Well, um, my mom, she was 14 when she had me and, um, being 14, having her own child is like a child having a child. Right. And by her not really knowing the values of like what a mother's supposed to do because she's so young, I think it was kind of, you know, hard for her to grasp what to do and what not to do. Right. I think she tried, but at such a young age, she just, she didn't know. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. she moved out early. You know, we came to California. She did? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Me and, um, your grandpa, you know, grandpa and Angie, we, okay. you know, moved to California. Oh, so you got to say that too. She had another child within what, a two year span? Three. Three years span. Three years. So, by so at 17, she had 
two kids. Two kids, yeah. Yeah, she had two kids, and she wanted to take full responsibility of her kids. So we moved to California, and, you know, when we got here, you know, it was good. We had a good life and everything, but she just was mean. Was she, she mean was, to you? Or she, to- was mean, she was mean to me. Well, she, actually, she was mean to me and my sister. But okay. I think me so much more because I guess I look like my dad maybe. I don't really know. Okay. But And the dad she, she's talking about isn't the one she moved to California with. It's her bonus real, dad. Yeah. I moved here with my bonus dad, but my real dad. Is so, in Mississippi yeah. where she was born. So I think that what maybe kind of triggered it or I don't know. Right. I don't know what, you know, went on in her childhood, but I know I didn't like the way I felt. So I said, well, wow. When I, if I ever have children or if I'm blessed to have children, I would never do that. Right. Oh, you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> it's because okay. Yeah. I didn't like the way it felt. Right. So I know if I had kids, they will feel the same. Yeah. And it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible for someone to be your mother. And I'm not bashing my mom. Yeah, no. She did what she could do. What she knew how to do at 14. Yeah, I'm not bashing her. I'm not bashing her at all. It's not about um, putting her down or anything. This is just your my opinion. Truth. Yeah. Simply her so, opinion. Right. Simply my opinion. And. Just some of the things she said to me and did to me, I said that I would never do. Right. And Ooh. so that's why now I have two kids, two amazing kids, and I broke the cycle. And I told them, you know, if they ever need me, if they ever need to talk to me about anything, sometimes it's TMI. Me but more I, so than my little brother. <laughs> sometimes it's TMI, but I put out there that, you know, you guys can talk to me about anything. And they do for the most, you know, they tell me. But um, it's just being a parent, you just learn so much from your kids. And it's just amazing. Right. It's just amazing. Thing. Yeah. I will say to that, um, she she definitely broke the cycle. I never felt unwanted. I never felt I wasn't worthy. I never felt that. Because she had me at 20. Yes. Okay, she had me at 20. So it was like I never felt no no different. I I felt love from my mom. And so it's like my mom treated me so well that I thought everybody mother was like that until I got into high school. So it was like I kind of took it for granted because I thought it was just the norm. Until I got to high school, I never forget a friend of mine at the time. We were where were we at? I can't remember. If we was at school, or we was in a, sitting in her car, or we was walking, or something happened. But she was on the phone with her mom, and her mom was—I don't know what her mom was saying because she wasn't on speakerphone, of course. But she was just talking, talking to her, and then so my friend got off the phone upset, and she was like, "Oh my goodness, she's such a bitch." I don't cuss that much, guys. So she's like, "I'm <laughs> such a she's such a bitch," and I was like. And mind you, see, she was a sister. She wasn't no cock. She wasn't no Caucasian. She was a sister that said that about her mama, who was a brown mama as well. So I was like, what? I said, why would you say that about your mom? Are you kidding me? So I got upset with my friend because it's like, 
I thought of it as if that was my mom. I would never say those words about my mom. So when she said that about hers, I just kind of went off on her. She was like, no, she's just, she's horrible to me. She's this. And so I was like, she is. And she was like, watch, she going to, cause I think, I think she hung up on her too. The girl, I think she hung up on her mom. She's like, watch. I did. No, not that time. She didn't hang up on her. They had a couple, a couple instances. So the next time her mom called her, it was like maybe like a few days ago when we was at school and she was like, watch, I'm a, it was after school. She was like, I'm going to put her on speaker. She put her on speaker. Woo, Lord, her mama. <laughs> when she got off the phone, I said, ooh, girl, yeah, your mama is one of, your mom is that. <laughs> I can see why you said that because she, the things that she said to her was just so nasty. And I'm like, why? And so I, at that moment, it clicked to me, like, not everybody is like your mom. And don't shun someone else for the way they feel about their parent because you don't know what they went through with that parent. Right, right. So it's like, I apologize to my friend for getting upset with her for calling her mom what she called her because she was being that at that moment. So it's like, the gratitude I feel for my mom is undeniable because in my opinion, a relationship with your mother really projects the relationship you would have with other women in yeah. your life, whether it be friendships with women, working relationships with women, That's true. associates, whatever the case may be. If you don't have a foundation with the person who brought you in, the only person who heartbeat you really hurt, how are you going to trust another woman? Right. Unless you have another woman figure in your life to guide you, to show you that love that you might not have received from your mother. It won't be the same, but it will get close enough to it where you will still know your worth and how you feel when it comes to being nurtured by a woman. So it's, it's just amazing that she was able to break the cycle. Cause I know a few people that aren't able to, I know personally that wasn't able to break the cycle and you right. can just see it. And it's like, some people don't even know it's a cycle that's required to be broken. They can right, think they that don't. that's the norm. That's like true. how I thought that it was the norm for my mom to be the type of mom she was that everybody mom was like that. But it's like, that's not the case at all. So some people don't even know it's a cycle that they should be, that should be broken. They think like, Oh, it's okay for um, me to be treated like this. It's okay for my mom to treat me this way or say this to me. And it's like, granted you're supposed to respect your parents, but also they should respect you as well. Cause you didn't ask to be here. So I feel like you should be able to voice your opinion in a respectful way without right. them thinking that you're being disrespectful because contrary to popular beliefs, parents don't know everything. That's They've true. been through a lot of things so they can guide you to certain things, but it's some things that they don't know about either. And it's okay to say if you don't know or if you make a mistake or if you say something that's not right, apologize. Right. It's okay to say, okay, I apologize because what I said was wrong right. or my bad or, you know, whatever. But just let that individual know it's okay to know that you hear them. And we're not going to always be right. Right. That's true. And it's, it's okay. And you just want to just set the tone so when they become parents, they'll want to mimic off of what they learn from their mother. Right. Or even do something different or something better that I didn't do. Right. Yeah, that's true. I feel that with, what am I trying to see? Um. She said with the parents. Oh, and about when she said, like, 
you being able to go to your parent and they have an open ear and not a judgmental ear. Right. Because I feel like, well, my mom, she was never judgmental. She never, not at least not out loud. She probably could have thought something wild, like what? But she didn't say it. She still gave me that grace to to listen, to know what, and give me good advice or no advice at all. Just let me see what I required to see so that I can get through whatever it is I was going through, which wasn't a lot. A lot. I was very sheltered as a child which I'm very proud of. I'm grateful that I was very sheltered. I didn't know a lot about nothing. <laughs> I was very like age appropriate. Yes. I made sure she was age appropriate. I didn't want her to grow up beyond her years. I wanted her to experience being a child, being a teenager, being a young adult and then becoming an adult. Right. I wanted her to experience all the steps that life endures. Right. She was able to, Play with her dolls until a certain age. Play with this until a certain age. Kept you grounded. Yeah, she kept me very grounded and very childlike. And that's why I feel like to this day I still have that childlike mentality of thought process where I don't let stuff bother me. I'm able to just let stuff roll and just look for the good in people and also know that it's not that deep. Nothing is ever really that deep. You just got to... Like children, they just never let stuff bother them. They'll say how they feel in a nice way. Sometimes it ain't so nice, but right. it's the truth is their innocence. So she protected my innocence as a child. So therefore, as I got to be an adult, I was still alert and aware and still had street smarts. But I also had, it grew. It grew as I grew, basically. Like I'll give a good example. The movies, uh, what's that movie? Poetic Justice. So I went to a Catholic school from kindergarten to what, like seventh grade? Seven. Yeah. And so one of the girls, I watched the movie. And so I was like, mom, what's when they said Punani? I said, what does that mean? And she was like, oh, that means smell feet. So I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. So I believed it. So I go to school (laughs) and me and this girl at the time, who was my friend, we was chatting and we was talking about the movie. And I was like, girl, you know, she said something about the, when they said the Punani part, I was like, yeah, I know what that mean, girl. She was like, what it mean? I said, it mean to smell his, her feet. She said, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, it mean to smell her feet. She said, no, it don't. I said, well, what does it mean then? She said, he's talking about her, smelling her private part. But of course she said the other word, but you know, we are on YouTube. So I don't know how much you can really say like that. And I was ah. like, what? She said, no, that's what it means. I said, no, it don't. It means smell feet. My mama told me it smell feet. It means smell feet. Do you know? I did not know that was not true until I think either high school or maybe out of high school because it had left my mind. And so when I saw the movie again, they said it. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> that ain't talking about smelling no feet. And so it goes to show that Whatever my mom told me that was for my good, I believed it. And she was protected by innocent at that time, too. And it's like, it's full circle to know that's what she was doing. Yeah. So that always made me laugh that I took what she said to heart. Like, no, nah, that ain't what it meant. And what about Pony? Oh. Genuine. <laughs> genuine Pony. <laughs> Shoot, Genuine Pony. I think I was in my 20s when I found that out. Where I thought he was really just talking about riding a pony. Like, a pony and I don't know what clicked to me to think I don't think we was talking about something one day 
And then the li- oh the song had come came on and I'm listening to the lyrics finally because you know when you're young you just singing the lyrics you're not really wondering what what it's saying you just singing them, so I was singing it and then I started listening I said wait a minute he ain't talking about no no animal no pony he talking about his his parts, <laughs> oops right I was like but see I don't mind that about myself because I feel like I was just sheltered and it kept me in my place in a child's place. I wasn't required to grow up. Even when I had, she had my little brother. We were 11 years apart. She wasn't the type of mom to say, oh, you can't go out this, you can't go out because you got to watch your little brother. And, or you got to watch him or change his parent, but it's your little brother. She never made it as if that was my responsibility. She always used to tell me, this is not your child. You go out and have a good time. I had this child. Me and your dad had this child. So, why am I going to make you do all these things? If you would like to do it, yeah, but I'm, you're not obligated to do that. And I always thought that was pretty cool. And I think that's because when she grew up, you had yeah, your other I had two, two siblings. two siblings. Besides from the one, my Aunt Angie, she had two more siblings. And y'all had to watch them, didn't yeah. y'all? We had to take them everywhere. They didn't listen. We couldn't <laughs> discipline them. So it's like, uh, no, I'm not taking them and you can't discipline them they don't listen or nothing you be like oh my god so we just stop going stop going places so we didn't have to take them we'll rather stay at home hang out at home and right yeah so you wouldn't have to deal so with we wouldn't that. have to you know deal with it but like you said your little brother was your little brother right he wasn't your responsibility you still you know you was still what 11 so 11. why would an 11 year old be taking care of six month old or one year old that you know that wasn't your responsibility so no like i said if you wanted to do it if you wanted to help okay you can help but that wasn't forced on you because it wasn't your responsibility yes and i'm very grateful for that (laughs) (laughs) yeah but But, yeah you're a good big sister so yeah i love my little brother so yeah i was i was grateful plus my other brother i got a bonus i mean not a bonus brother but another brother too that's younger than me as well so i say little brothers but it's two other ones but yeah they, i think they're your bigger brother, yeah because so. they're taller than me so but yeah it was it was it was a pleasure i'm glad that she broke the cycle and was able to know that it was a cycle that was required to be broken and i think that was because of my granny granny she yeah. before she moved to um la she had my granny who was there and who was taking care of her most of the time and just showing her love and support and how she felt that she should have been treated yeah my grandmother shout outs to my grandmother my grandmother 95 years old hey granny yes honey my granny and she look good too she do she looks great she's still mobile able to walk she was driving a little bit but she she took she took a back seat to that (laughs) (laughs) she took a back seat from the driving yeah she said she over driving now so she's doing well but I want to thank everyone for listening yes. to, the, to our first, first, first podcast. We're going to have more coming soon. But since we're at the end, we're going to do what we're thankful for today. And you all as well at home listening can also say something that you're thankful for to yourself or out loud because it's just a blessing for you able to be able to listen to the podcast, to be able to hear the podcast, and just to be alive because there's so many people that wish they would have made it to see today. Right. So... What are you going to say you're thankful for? I'm thankful for my family. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Family. 
I'm thankful for Auto 9 and him giving us the grace to start this podcast and to really just be a beacon of him to show how it is to just have a positive relationship and show positivity and that it's okay to be positive. Right. And that's all. So thank you guys for thank listening. Thank you guys for listening. With, you will, you'll hear us on the next podcast. For those on YouTube, we'll see you on the next one. Simply our opinion. Simply our opinion.